Hello everyone, welcome to an episode of Tipsy in the TP, the show where we clink glasses and talk about everything under the stars. I'm Ver. I'm Moss. And I'm her. Hey, how are you guys? Have you heard about the latest uh, panda hoo-ha? I mean, it's very hard to avoid all the news, right? It's like all over. I mean, if you're on Instagram, you have seen it. If you're local, uh, Singaporean, it's the thing now. Of course. The daily updates about the baby. Yeah, I mean, I know it's cute and all, but like, I think it's too much of it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I can't get enough of it. <laughs> Dare you. <laughs> I feel like everyone's gonna flame me. Cute, but uh, you know, I am seeing panda left and right. Yeah, but you know how long then we get this panda cup, you know? I think they were trying for like five years, right? <gasps> to impregnate the female panda. Oh like they had to bring in like researchers and scientists and all that to keep trying. Then there was like this fertility window. So they flew in like, I think like <laughs> fertility experts. And then like they finally got the female panda pregnant. So it's like a very significant moment. Yeah, yeah but can yeah. you imagine like uh, how much they spent? But we got a baby! Taxpayers' <laughs> money, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Are you those cynics? No, no, I'm not a cynic. I mean, I'm happy that uh, we have a very cute panda cup. Like, it's endangered and whatnot. But like, so much publicity. Do you think it's like shifting away the attention from other animal-related matters in Singapore? Like, why, why does a panda need so much attention? <laughs> But I guess like it is something that's kind of like happy news lah. Recently I think the news are like a bit scary sometimes. A lot of scandals. I'm trying to find the amount of time they used to get her pregnant. <laughs> oh. Since 2015. Yeah. Five, six years. Is it because everyone keeps staring and praying that they get pregnant that they're so stressed out? No, so like they said pandas usually have pseudo-pregnancies. So they are not really sure if she has a cut until you go and scan. Obviously, I'm obsessed with this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Fight! (laughs) I saw the video of the guy who was doing the ultrasound for Jia Jia. And then he was like, I'm not sure if I should tell the zookeepers yet. Because it has happened so many times. And then after a few times of confirmation, then he dared to tell the zookeeper's like yes it's confirmed that we have a panda cup so it's like such a collective oh effort kind of thing you know because they are like waiting for it for so long and then now finally have a cup wait so do you know more about panda than human pregnancies uh, no <laughs> <laughs> yeah I had no idea you knew so much eh. oh it's from the Instagram videos yeah the Instagram their publicity is yes. very strong right now so they have all kinds of content yeah, they even asked for a panda intern. To do all the social media, right? Yeah, my sister sent to me. Then I was like, you should go do it because you are the one who's more obsessed. <laughs> She's the one who will watch the live streaming every day because wow. in the first month of when the cup was born, she will like re-watch the streams for the exciting moments when the cup starts to move on its own. Mostly it's just the mom like trying to pick him up. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, what's your pick for this baby panda's name? <laughs> She's so unimpressed. Okay. Onigiri. Onigiri. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this meme of this angry baby panda and then the back view looks just like an onigiri. Triangle? <laughs> yeah, I can send to y'all later. <laughs> My sister's submission was le le, and I told her thousands of people are gonna put le le. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why is le le so common? Cause jia jia kai kai le. 
Oh, okay. Wait, is this the Beijing Olympics mascot? <laughs> oh yeah, what was their name? Ah, Bei Beijing Jing Huan Huan Ying Ying Ni Ni. Oh yeah, oh, got five. <laughs> oh. oh right, 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 right. Oh, you still remember? Eh? What yeah, the? cause I was like, A is Beijing Huan Ying Ni. Ni Ni is the nicest. <laughs> Oh, it's Pei Pei. Oh, Pei. Okay, Pei Pei also quite cute. I don't know. I have the tendency to name animals after food. I think it's very cute. So, Onigiri is my pick. What about yours? <laughs> I'll go with Lele. Lele. Okay. The majority. <laughs> but then, Onigiri doesn't mean that it needs to have a Chinese name. Fan Tuan. Xiao Fan Tuan. Fan Tuan. Na Tuan Tuan Yuan Yuan. Is it like the panda cup Tuan Tuan Yuan Yuan? Why does it sound so familiar? Is it the Taiwanese one? Maybe. The Taiwanese cup is Yuan Zai. Oh, so cute. Oh my god, so cute. I want it to be called Rou Yuan. I don't know. <laughs> but I guess we'll vote for the cup's name through a Facebook contest. Oh yeah, Taiwanese pandas Tuan Tuan Yuan Yuan. The Taipei Zoo also just recently had a baby tapir. Oh, that's so cute. They also organized a contest to vote for the baby's name. And the baby's name is... Oh, I found it! Mohua Toa. What is that? <laughs> so in Thai, it's Mohua Toa. What does that mean? Ah? What bean is it? Like, no way. So cute! We need to be more creative with our names. Eh. You see, Taiwanese people are so creative. What <laughs> lele <laughs> bo? Hey! There you diss my lele. I cannot think! Because she doesn't care. Her yeah. doesn't care about the baby cup. It's like, what the hell? I don't need to name this cup. Oh, Duo Yu. Duo Yu. Oh, Toto is quite cute. Like Toto. Singaporeans like Toto, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good name. Faster go and contact WRS. Put this name in. <laughs> the deadline over already. Speaking of Duo uh, Yu, right? <laughs> <laughs> what about those like uh, people who always they release the pet therapies into like uh, wherever? I think one of the hot spots is the Xiao Guiling or like the Longgang. I see that all the time. Hey, did you all have therapies when you were younger? I think I had a terrapin and a tortoise. So I had a terrapin that was the size of my palm and then a tortoise that lived together with it. The tortoise was like a A5 notebook. Big. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific. So quite big. I think I was five, so we always feed it Thai uh, veggies. Oh, so cute. <laughs> that time I was living at my grandma's house, and then she had a lot of plants across the corridor. So the corridor is sort of ours. Uh. Then I'll let the tortoise walk in the corridor. Oh my god, do you have a leash? It can't walk that fast, <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> it's a tortoise. <laughs> it's just interesting, like, let it walk once in a while outside of its small tank. But then I was damn sad because well, one day my grandpa suddenly told me, Oh, I gave your tortoise away to <gasps> some nurse that I know. No. Why? Without consulting you, it's your tortoise. He can't put soon I know. Oh, man. I don't know. That was the saddest. One day wake up, the tortoise no more already. I don't think I ever named the tortoise. I was too young. So you just called it Ukui. Yeah. <laughs> it was just Ukui. Ukui. <laughs> Ukui. Wait, so you had a tortoise but not a terrapin? She had both. both. Oh, okay. They were buddies. Oh, then both got given away. Yes. Oh my gosh. So is that how you learn loss? (laughs) (laughs) There was another story. I don't remember this. But last time when my uncle was still living at my grandma's house and I was there also, 
he had like a champion bird. Because last time, those people who are obsessed with birds, they still bring their birds to this public place and then let the birds sing or something. Mm. Then I think there was one day I was very naughty and then I let his bird out. Who the let the bird out? <laughs> and then it never came back. <gasps> hey, that's why he gave away your tortoise ah. No, that's, that's my grandpa. grandpa. Different. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, like, my grandma was, like, panicking. <laughs> she don't know how. You know, like, he was, like, his champion bird. You know what she did? She go to the pet store <gasps> and she tried to find the exact same oh, type of species gosh. of bird. Uh-huh. And she buy it back la, and put in the cage. When she told me, she said that my uncle knew it was a different one. Of course, la, the way it sings. Maybe it can't even sing at all. <laughs> then I was like, huh, last time I was so naughty. I also don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wow, uncle must be so sad. Like how sad I was when my tortoise got given away. Yeah. Actually, think about it. Did my grandpa really give the tortoise to someone else or he just let it go? <gasps> oh, yeah. the long cup. Oh my gosh. Oh, you never know it. I think therapy, I think, is quite cute. Lah. It's just take care of it for the full cycle. Don't release it out into like the wild. Because I think ecosystems are very fragile. But another pet that I don't really get is also the Lohan Yu. I don't know what it is in English. The forehead fish. <laughs> what? No, no, it has a scientific name. Flower horn... I'm not going to pronounce this. C-I-C-H-L-I-D. <laughs> Chichius. <laughs> I'm sure it's not how it's pronounced, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but basically it's like this fish with a huge bulging forehead. So ugly. Yeah, but I haven't seen it around for a long time already. Eh. Maybe people finally realise how ugly it is. Yeah. yeah, it was popular at one time because it was said that their forehead will come out with numbers and then those numbers people can go and buy 4D. That was how people got obsessed with the fish. But of course, these type of things, like, they pass after a while. So all these fish got released, released into, into, like, the longkau. But they go for, like, hundreds of dollars on it. I know, right? Yeah. But you know, like, people who are obsessed with fish, they are, like, willing to spend a lot on Mm-hmm. I think that goes with all the hobbies, right? Or all the pets. True. Recently, I found out I have a friend whose boyfriend has, like, ants as pets. So he has like a queen ant and a colony. I also won. I had one. Her had what? She brought it to school, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept it in my dorm. <laughs> I don't remember, really. Yeah, I was a queen ant. She even showed us. Ooh. Oh my gosh, you should be best friends with that guy. But then he escaped. Oh man. Yeah. I feel like bugs are cute until they escape. Bugs are cute? You have a ladybug, for instance, as a pet. And then you keep it inside like a glass or something. They can watch it. But then with the moment you escape, you're like, Oh my god, it's crawling everywhere. <laughs> okay, what? I need ladybug. Or maybe I just have a higher tolerance to bugs. Or like a beetle. I heard like when my parents were young, they would have those huge beetles. And then they would tie a string to the leg and it would fly <gasps> around like a kite. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I think the weirdest like a uh, pet my mom had was a chicken. Oh, she told me like this story where she got this chick from the farmer's market or something. This is in Beijing uh. It was like her everything uh, like every day go and look at the chicken and then pet it until like one day the mom wanted to cook it. <laughs> She's my grandma, and then she was like, "No, that's my 
my pet. Don't touch it. And then afterwards, when it got turned into a stew, her mom asked her, How tsuma? Does it taste good? Then she like wiped the tears. Yes, very nice. <laughs> she ate it. Yes. Oh my gosh. When you started the story of the chicken, I already know. It's <laughs> going to end, right? The damn Chinese people eating everything. But you now you don't eat chicken, man. I still love chicken. But I would think that if I have a chicken as a pet, right, I might just swear off chicken forever. Like, I would just not eat chicken ever again. Wow. Because I have this attachment, oh, chicken is pet. And I won't eat my pet. So why would I eat other chickens? Dedication. You know, you're so sensitive. Eh? Yeah. I can't <laughs> give up chicken. Yeah, actually, chicken is my favourite, like, meat. <laughs> <laughs> I will never have a pet chicken because I know, like, I cannot handle the emotional aspect. So you're just saying for the sake of saying lah. No, I will just try to not get too attached to any chicken. Like, <laughs> live chicken. Where is this conversation going? Oh my gosh. Any chickens in my life, I cannot keep as pets. Yeah, but I like, know you are food. I'm sorry. We cannot have this relationship. Yeah, but a lot of people have pet piglets, eh? Oh. oh. There was one point in time where there were a lot of mini zu. Yes, yes, the teacup. But then when they grow up, it turns out they are not that mini. <laughs> It was a scam. <laughs> Got refined or not? <laughs> no. And then you end up with like a 300kg giant in your living room. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw like a Korean YouTube channel. She raised this small piglet as a mini too. Then in the end, it really become like a big pig. Then <laughs> <laughs> what did she do with it? Like, just keep it as a pet, lo. Wow. Then does it need like its own playpen? That kind of thing. I'm trying to look for it now. I think it just walks around the house eh, like a dog. Actually, pigs are very intelligent, so I think they can adapt to your surrounding. They don't have to be locked up. Do you all see, like, there's this recent, like, news about this Japanese man. So he started this YouTube channel and then he has this mini pig that he uh, takes video of, treat it like a pet. And then one day he posted a video of, like, celebrating the pig's 100 day old. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, there was an ending where he roasted a pig and then he ate it. <laughs> So afterwards, there was a lot of hate towards him because like, everyone was like, oh, how is, he's so sick, how can he do this? And Yeah, but actually it's very ambiguous whether he really ate his pig or was it like just a, like to troll people. Uh. My mom told me the same thing. Eh. She said that the YouTuber all along, he said that at the 100 day mark, he's going to eat suckling pig. And then all the netizens were like saying, nah, I don't think you can do it. They did like a mini celebration. And then afterwards, he took it to the place that does all of the slaughtering and cooking. I think like all his viewers had attachment to this pig already. And this channel was made just for this little pig. And then one day, the pig just came back like a suckling pup. Quite dark, but then it's also like, we kill animals already for food, what? So, well, we still eat pork, so. Oh my gosh, all the vegetarians will hate this episode. <laughs> That's what Moss said. At least for us, we don't keep pigs as pets. <laughs> Maybe in order to make yourself stop eating meat, right? Just keep one of these animals as pets. Well, it was not true for that Japanese guy. <laughs> but I think I'm okay there. I think even if I have a pet, I'll be okay with eating it. <laughs> oh, you monster! I mean, you can understand. Yeah, it's just a very practical way of seeing that everything that you eat goes through a cycle. It has to grow up. It is life. True, at least it had a good life lah. But I think at the very start, you already have to set your intention right. That like, oh, this is food. <laughs> this is not like a pet for life kind. Yeah, I think that's why like typically farm animals, they don't name it. They just have numbers, right? So sad. Yeah, they just tag it. Hello, cow number 145. <laughs> 
Okay, so so what pets did you all have or currently have? I only had my tortoise. Oh, really? I only had a tortoise as a pet. That's the only pet that I had. And then moss? I had fishes since I was a kid. I think my first fish was given to me on a school trip to a fish farm. Oh, same, same. Yeah, it was like stripy, triangular in shape. Okay, that does not sound like a fish. But yeah, then I was fascinated. So I came home and I, I told my parents, well, I want to buy a fish tank, I want to set up like a proper home for the fish. From there, it kind of like grew into a bigger tank and then a bigger tank. <laughs> so now, 20 years later, I have a full fish tank with like a whole fish habitat inside. So I have guppies and all that. Yeah, but that's like my dad's hobby now. So he has taken over. Wow, we even have a successor. <laughs> he loves to maintain the fish tank, but that is a lot of work. So sometimes when he's maintaining it, right, then he'll complain to me like, see lah, 20 years ago, you caught, you said you want a fish tank, then now I suffer until today. Hey, but he enjoys it, right? Yeah, but when it gets difficult, then he'll point at me and me, lol. <laughs> well, he can always flush them down the toilet. <gasps> oh my gosh! <laughs> hey, they are living things too. So bad. I don't care for fishes. Okay, no fishes have feelings too, according to some research. Huh? Do y'all watch the Sea Spiracy, the documentary? Huh? But that one was so controversial. Yeah, it was lah. But there was one part where they said like, fishes, they can sense pain and fear. Fishes are friends, not food. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I also had fish for a pet when I was younger. And I think it started also, like, last time, school trip to those kind of longkang fishing kind of places. You can bag whatever you catch home. It's quite cruel, la. A lot of those fishes, because, like, kids don't really know to be gentle. Ended up, like, kind of dead in the longkang. I brought it home, and then afterwards, we had, like, a few fishes also. And then there was one that lived for particularly long. It was an angel fish. How long? I can't remember that. Like to me as a kid, it was like very long. Uh. Maybe about a year or so. <laughs> oh wow, that's long for a fish. I was a kid. <laughs> it felt like we had it forever. But now... Because it was probably like one quarter of your lifespan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one year for a fish is long what? I don't know how, what is the average expectancy of an angel fish. One day on family vacation, I still remember this, at the sea, la, the beach. All of the seashells on the beach is going to be very nice ornaments for the tank. We carefully pick a few. Our fish is fresh water. So we just wash it a bit so that it's not so salty. Eh? But then in the end, drop it in the tank or the fish die. <laughs> we were so sad. <laughs> No, the fish that survived. Yeah, and the fish really, I think, quite hardy. Yeah. So I was very sad after that. Then no fishies afterwards? Yeah, I think no more after that already. <laughs> Traumatized already. Is that the pet that taught you lost? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Life is fragile. Then afterwards, there were a couple of bugs here and there, like the end. <laughs> And then the latest one I had was like last year. I love plants by the way, so like we have a lot. I like to grow like things that I can add into the cooking ah. Like basil, pandan, lemongrass. I think you have a habit of associating your pet with food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then so we have this kalamansi. Got one day I go out and then I see like this bright green caterpillar happily munching on the kalamansi plant. So you ate the caterpillar? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> and then we were so happy and so fat, you know. Then we were like, hey, why not keep it in like a nice tub or something and then like watch it go through the caterpillar life cycle. That was like super cool. 
Then every day it's plucked fresh leaves. They didn't put it inside. And then poke a few holes in the box. <laughs> it's so nice when you're working and then like you just stare it beside you on the table. <laughs> just minding its own business and pooping all over its container. Ew. <laughs> yeah, but then after like three days or so, it was like suddenly gone. Then my sister panicked. Oh my god. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and then like we saw like a puddle of water in the middle. And then she was like, it melted. <laughs> <laughs> We had like a kitchen towel thing as bathing uh. underneath then we realized that there is like pupa of sorts. It stayed in that state for like I think a week or so. Then afterwards like okay, la, like if it comes out then it has to stretch its wings or whatever, we just let the lid stay open no. Then it just flew away. I didn't see the butterfly form. But at least I didn't kill it. <laughs> there was a anticlimactic ending. <laughs> Tell a Disney princess story and then it like stop on your hand or something. <laughs> Remember the June's Kitchen? He had one episode where he was in a field. Yeah. I don't know doing what. And then the butterfly just stopped on his hand when he held his hand up. He's yeah. a Disney princess. He's like a real life Disney princess. <laughs> yeah, but it's so satisfying to watch it eat beside you while you have your meetings or you do your work. I beg to differ. Okay. <laughs> I love bugs. And plants. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, are you going to talk about your puppy? Actually, not really a puppy. Your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone calls her a puppy. Yeah, I have a very cute little dog. She's like my child. <laughs> Can you imagine what life was like without her? I think it would be very depressing. So, she's your emotional support child. Yes, yeah, she is. But it's also very hard to leave her behind, you know, like when I go on trips for overseas exchange or that. Wow. I didn't even care about the rest of my family, but I cared most about my dog <laughs> when I was leaving. I think I started crying like two hours before leaving for the airport. And then I cried <gasps> until like I reached the airport. And then my family, we were having dinner at the airport before my flight. And I was crying throughout, so I didn't eat anything. And then afterwards, I got on the plane and I started crying again. All the way until Finland. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so it's very tiring, I I guess, to care so much about this other being. Oh, you're going to be a mother. That's why I don't want to be a mother now. The more I think about it, the more like scared I am by that thought. Me and the dog's already so attached. What if you change her to like a kid? Wow. Uh, maybe less eh. You're more attached to your dog than your kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? We'll see in how many years' time. One. Yeah, <laughs> can you stop associating me with children? Oh my god. Yeah, the most gentle young type. <laughs> because she take care of the dog. <laughs> yeah, I will just forget I even have a pet. Okay, so aside from pets, uh, how about like uh, any encounters with wildlife? <laughs> from pets to wildlife. <laughs> Very wild, right? I remember I always loved going to zoos or aquarium to look at animals. That's not wildlife. <laughs> that is trap life. <laughs> Correct. That's the only wildlife I get. If you were a lion, would you rather be in the African savannah running around or would you rather be in the zoo enclosure? You're asking me? Yeah. I'm not a lion, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess the first option. Well, you have to like fight for food versus, you know, everything taken care of for you. But you don't have the space to roam around. Isn't that the whole point of being a lion? Which is to hunt? But lions always sleep all day also. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm like quite conflicted about zoos. 
Yeah, I know, right? I don't know from when I had this mindset shift, but when I went to the zoo a few months ago with my friends, I just felt very depressed looking at the animals. I think it was the cheetah enclosure. So there were these two like full-grown cheetah and then they were just pacing back and forth the glass exhibit. I just feel very distressed for them. Like, why are they just walking in circles non-stop? Yeah, and then they were just looking hungrily at the kids. (laughs) 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 Must look like steak to them. Like, you know, in Madagascar. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> yeah but I just felt like wow, a bit sad eh? like if I were a cheetah and I'm just like locked away just be like a show animal yeah but I'm sure like they take good care of these animals lah, but if I were a cheetah and had a choice right I'd rather be like in the wild cause moths cannot be tamed <laughs> I remember feeling very sad when I went to sea world it was in Australia and then they had some dolphin shows hmm. some seal shows I remember feeling like it feels wrong, right? <laughs> in a way. Yeah, but zoos are like much better than circles, right? Actually, I've never been to one. Or oh, circus. I don't think I'll ever go to one. <laughs> I've only seen one in Dumbo, that's all. <laughs> and then it was very sad because that scene with the Dumbo's mother like cradling Dumbo with the trunk. Oh, I think there's a reason why circles they don't really exist anymore. People realise why it's wrong. Uh. I'm pretty sure they still exist. Uh, like, Overseas, probably. That's why it's very conflicting, right? Because, I mean, Moss said, on one hand, you think, like, the people in the zoos are taking good care of these animals, but would they be better if they were in the wild? But also, another thing you need to think of is, actually, they will live much shorter lives if they are in the wild. Yes, but, you know, live fast, die young kind of thing. Like, it's a happy life, no? But I think, like, a lot of animals are being hunted in the wild. So, like, Africa, they have armed guards who take care of all the rhinos, right? And then sometimes mm. the hunters will even kill the guards in order to get to the rhino. <gasps> what? I think in those instances, it's better for them to be, like, in a protected area like a zoo or, like, a safari. Okay, let's come back to Singapore. <laughs> Any wildlife encounters? I heard downstairs we have an iguana that chomped up a cat. Oh my gosh. My dad had a video of the iguana, so the iguana roaming around is true. I don't know if the cat really got chomped up. Okay, so this specific cat, I think it has like a very alpha mindset kind of cat. Wow. (laughs) So it will always be in the same spot. And then it's the type of cat where you try to irritate it, but it won't flinch that kind. There were a few times where I stood right in front of the cat and tried to like scare it, but I didn't even bother. If the whole incident was accurate, so the iguana went to chomp up the cat, but maybe the cat was like, I had this iguana, like whatever, man. Basically, it was so chill, it got eaten. <laughs> it was so unbothered, <laughs> didn't even bother to fight. This is like, what, eat me, I don't care. <laughs> That's my only wildlife encounter. Not very exciting. There was a one time I woke up and then I realized that a bird had flown into my balcony door. <gasps> it was just a brain's battle on the door. Oh my! Then it was like a corpse on the balcony. Like a glass door. It's tinted glass though. I also don't understand why. Because it had a bird brain, I guess. <laughs> Gosh, so bad. That's such a dark <laughs> joke. Oh, animal just die and then you call bird brain. <laughs> Oh, no. I don't care for birds. You don't care about fish or birds. The only thing she cares about is pandas. <laughs> so I let my uncle's bird out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only thing she cares about is pandas. Yeah, why, why, why so biased? They're all like individual lives. Well, I care about chicken because I eat chicken. 
Oh, one day I was on a bus to the interchange and then I just casually looked out of the window and below the bridge there was this pedestrian path that leads to the park la, and then there was a bench below the bridge. So mm-hmm. I, I saw the bench and then there was this ginormous chicken sitting on the bench next to a man. <laughs> and the chicken was, it was huge. Right? It looks at least like 10 kg. <laughs> Huh? And then I was just sitting next to the guy and just chilling. So I went to ask my friends who like stay in the area. And they're like, yeah, yeah, every time we go running, we'll run past this uncle and his pet chicken. And apparently the chicken is like exotic breed from the US and he's had it for many, many oh. years. The uncle, he will bring the chicken out to just take a walk and then sit on the bench and then go back. So that's like their daily routine. <laughs> oh my goodness. Interesting, right? That could have been your mom, huh? <laughs> it's like white in color. Oh, wow. Yeah, it has a red color crown and it's humongous. I remember when I saw, I did a double take because I'm like, what the hell did I just see? Because <laughs> I was on the bus <laughs> and the bus was moving. And I was like, wait, did I see something wrongly? Just saw a monster chicken. <laughs> your hallucination. You're living a life in a <laughs> Oh, talking about lizards. I have a phobia of lizards. You have a phobia of everything. You should talk about what you don't have a phobia of. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Anyway, my phobia of lizards was because more than 10 years ago. So at Pongo Park, there was this restaurant. So we were seated at this open air seating area. And out of nowhere, this ginormous lizard just landed on our table. Like with a very big noise. Mm. I remember it was like dark green. Oh. (laughs) It had like spike. Chameleon? Chameleon? Huh? Yeah, I could be a chameleon. <laughs> yeah, anyway, me and my sister were screaming. <laughs> and then the waiter come shoo it away <laughs> as if it's a very normal thing. <laughs> From that day onwards, that's when we cannot stand lizards. Oh. I think it's like trauma from that incident. So my phobias are not irrational, okay? So is that the only phobia? Animal related. And cockroach. And ants. Ah yeah, just bugs lah. So you will never eat bugs? How? Huh? Of course not! <laughs> Eh, but, but like they're the future of sustainability. Bugs? I thought it's like impossible meat or something. <laughs> I was about to say that. Oh, it's impossible meat made with bug. No, it's more of soy. Bugs, they're saying it's like high in protein, that kind of thing. I'd rather die. Oh my gosh, serious. Okay, you rather eat a cockroach or you rather die? I mean, not cockroach. I, I think her is talking about like ants, crickets, mealworms, scorpions. What other bugs do people eat? I've tried a mealworm before. Okay. Ew! <laughs> Tasted just like prawn cracker. Oh, nice. <gasps> are you serious? Like it's fried? Yeah, it's fried mealworm. Yeah, usually bugs are fried though. Yeah, yeah, usually they're fried. And they just taste like snacks all. So, But I don't think yeah. you can eat bugs as like a meal. I don't think it's filling enough. You sure ants don't work like rice? <laughs> also, you eat like a mountain of ants as rice. <laughs> I cannot imagine. I mean, you say the future, what? I don't what? think so. I think there will be like the condiments. Here, have some ant sauce. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No. I think so. Just going low. Salted <laughs> ant. <laughs> I'd rather stuff. <laughs> I was wanting you to talk about your fish phobia. <laughs> so you don't eat fish, ah? It's not a fish phobia. Do you eat fish? I do. I just hate fish. <laughs> what? What's your problem with me? <laughs> I don't like fish. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's your problem with fishes? I just don't like fish. So stop forcing me to eat fish. Nobody is. So you don't like to eat fish and you don't like fish, is it? I only eat certain types of fish. Okay. Ah yeah, you know me, I'm not very picky with food. So if there's fish on the table, I still eat. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't like it. Like if you ask me, do you want to order fish? I would be like, no. So what is a big no-no? <laughs> fish with a lot of bones. My guess is in your past life, you were a fish. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stupid theories. <laughs> I think because I choked on some fish, fish bones. bones oh, that's like, like everybody. Me too, me too. I just don't like lah. It's not phobia. It's just that the Lohan you need to maintain the forehead too much. How about Nemo? Like a clownfish? Will you be like, ew, I don't like. But Nemo is Nemo, what? Yeah, so that means you only don't like certain types of fish like Lohan Yu. Because of his forehead. Because <laughs> of his forehead. Hey. Why you hate on big forehead? Yeah, lor, I feel offended. <laughs> like last time people were very obsessed right with big forehead huh, I thought they didn't want big forehead because big forehead equals to big brain equals to intelligent oh really yeah 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 like that meme the big brain meme like it makes sense lah, right? If you have a bigger forehead, you likely have a bigger brain. But bigger brain and intelligence, I don't know leh. The elephant's brain is quite big. Elephants are quite smart, what? Yeah, elephants are smart, what? Yeah. What do you have against elephants? Yeah, they are smart, but ultimately their brain is bigger than ours. And I don't see any of them speaking French yet. <laughs> I can't speak French either. <laughs> but you could if you tried. <laughs> Merci. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> Talking about smart animals, right? Reminds me of monkeys. <laughs> I have a phobia of monkeys and let me tell you why. <laughs> really? It's not a phobia, but I'm like very cautious of them. Yeah, because they are so smart. Yeah, so about 10 years ago on my birthday, like me and my two best friends, we decided to go cycling. And then we cycled from Passeries to Pongo. Mm-hmm. So while we were crossing, like, there's this red colour bridge. Very crowded with cyclists, like, nowadays. But back then, I think it wasn't so crowded. So while we were crossing the bridge, right, there was a monkey on the bridge. And then it was just blocking our path. <laughs> it just looked a bit aggressive. So we stopped. And then we, like, slowly, like, wanted to push our bike, slowly pass by quietly. And then suddenly, my phone rang. So the monkey got a shock. And then the monkey became very aggressive. So it ran at us. Wow. Oh... Then you just cycle away. No, no, we, you cannot cycle on the bridge. So we were holding uh, the bike. Ma. Our bags and everything were inside the, our own bike basket. So when it ran at us, right, legit we got shocked. Then we just let go of the bike and then we ran. So like our bikes <laughs> all just collapsed in the middle of the bridge together. And then the monkey was just sniffing out our things. Wow, free wheel <gasps> estate. Yeah. So we were like, damn scared. Like, oh, what if the monkey got like some disease? What if like, it steals our things? So we were just standing there like panicking. The monkey, right, I think it took my bag and my friend's bag and then it jumped onto the railing of the bridge and then it threatened to throw our bag into the river. <gasps> That's how smart it is. Like how it threatened. Yeah, it's threatening us eh. Crazy, right? Then we were like, screaming, like, no! <laughs> and then like, I think there were more cyclists crossing the bridge. So like this group came out, middle-aged people. And then they helped us chase the monkey. La. They stomped their feet on the bridge. Yeah, so the monkey like got a bit scared. It let go oh. of our bags and then it fell back onto the bridge. Thankfully, not the oh. other side, which is the river. So it ran away afterwards. So that was like very traumatizing. The highlight of my 15th birthday. 
<laughs> we almost lost our things there because of a monkey yeah because of a aggressive angry monkey yeah afterwards we went to the park then we washed our bags and like yeah we were so shook <laughs> that's why and then I, I think I got another monkey attack a few years later at MacRitchie so me and my friend we were like walking and my friend was holding a plastic bag I think the monkeys there they kind of know that if you're holding a plastic bag there's a high chance there's food inside so they would target people with plastic bags so the whole group of monkeys ran at me and my friend <laughs> Oh and my gosh. My friend, she was even more scared than me. So before the monkey even like reached us, right, she threw the plastic bag at them. So our food, <laughs> I think I had a selfie stick inside. It was all just thrown to the monkey. <laughs> then my friend turned to me and she's like, I'm so sorry, I'm very scared. I cannot. I, I, sorry, sorry, I'll buy you again the selfie stick. <laughs> I was just like speechless. Quite scary. Like imagine a group of 15 monkeys running at you. Oh my gosh. It sounds like an apocalypse. You need to alpha them off. How? Please teach me. <laughs> you get on all fours, then you start making some like monkey noises. <laughs> <laughs> like monkey call later you accidentally do the mating call song <laughs> no <laughs> no oh your life's so exciting eh? no it's not it's traumatizing yeah, but you gain some form of recognition photographing monkeys what? oh my gosh that was totally by coincidence lah. so I feel like I have this weird like always chiaoyu monkeys <laughs> affinity ah uh, yeah weird affinity <laughs> story was wild <laughs> Oh my gosh, I remember another one about monkeys. Go <laughs> back in school. <laughs> but I was just watching by the side. La. <laughs> yeah, I was buying Max in school. Suddenly I heard screaming behind. <laughs> That's why I turned around. It's like this open space McDonald's in NTU. Then there was this like, monkey. It was jumping from table to table and taking a bite out of everyone's burgers. <laughs> so I just take one bite. And then he jumped to the next table and then take one bite and then jump to the next table. It's so a it's, buffet. Yeah, it's contaminating everyone's food. <laughs> Then you see like people just throwing their food towards the monkey and then running away. <laughs> I was just like looking at them like, hmm, interesting, very amusing. What a wasted burger. I bet the monkey now got some health problems. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he didn't like the filet fish Get the monkey to rate which burger is the best. <laughs> In terms of monkey noises. I think you might have a preference law for such an intelligent animal. Maybe it likes McChicken. <laughs> McChicken. <laughs> I don't know. You sure it's not make spice. Oh I yeah. I don't know if you can take spice. <laughs> oh maybe they don't even have the receptors. Okay, so this talk about wildlife has been wild. <laughs> <laughs> Especially that monkey story from Moss. Traumatizing. <laughs> Don't know how we gone from pets to wildlife, <laughs> like in a split second. <laughs> so how long do you think you'll survive in the wild? Me? Yeah. I think one day, cause I'll probably throw myself into the ocean after trying everything, which is not my best. <laughs> Moss. Eh, more than a day, maybe <laughs> up to a week. Yeah, before I kind of give up and just join you in the ocean, <laughs> if there's an ocean. <laughs> Okay, then we will both be... Eaten by sharks. Yeah, we'll be the food for the fishes that we are talking about <laughs> in the beginning of the episode. Maybe some lohan yu also. <gasps> some giant lohan yu that was released like 10 years ago. Now it's like a monster size. <laughs> <laughs> so that will be my nightmare when I finally close my eyes for the last time. <laughs> what, about, what about her? <laughs> Do you want to join us? <laughs> Okay, maybe I'll give the mushroom foraging life a go. And then if it proves too tough, then okay, I'll go find you guys. I thought you would kill the Lohan Yi for us, but... Okay. But you're already in the stomach. 
Okay, maybe I avenge you. Yes. <laughs> you know, maybe like haven't digest yet, like Nemo's dead in the whale wow. mouth. <laughs> that must be a huge draw, honey. <laughs> then I see you like curled up okay. inside. Uh. <laughs> Me and Moss like, Her. someone save Her. us. Save us. Her. 